Amen. Today I want to preach to you something that will bless you. Amen. Amen. This year, I call it our year of supernatural. Our year of supernatural overflow. Tell somebody overflow. Wow. Amen. Oh, amen. Yesterday, I was speaking to somebody. I was telling him, man of God, this year, we are not going to have bits and pieces of what God is able to do. We are going to have it fully and we are going to overflow. You understand that? Hello? We are not going to have bits and pieces of what God is able to do. We are going to have it what? Fully. Now, you understand that until you are full, you cannot overflow. Have you seen a man that is not full that is overflowing before? Hello? So this year, we are not going to have bits and pieces. We are going to be full and we are going to over receive grace to overflow. And as we continue to wait upon the Lord, we are, we are going to contact the second, third week, we are going to contact the spirit of overflow. Amen and amen. Because it's, it's very, very crucial. See, the, the Lord put this, this thing in my spirit last year. In the beginning, the Lord started dealing with me concerning certain things. And, and, and I know that this is not the time to introduce it properly. Maybe we will look at that another time. But I am persuaded. That is why I named the prayer meeting overflow. Because I am persuaded that something is boiling up. And we are not going to just taste crumbs this year. You know, where uh, we will be there and then we will taste some small success. And then we will go and hide that after three months. We taste something small. No. It needs to overflow. It needs to what? Overflow. So we are not going to have intermittent breakthroughs. It is going to be constant breakthrough. He said that he leaded me beside still waters. He restored my soul. Oh, Bible says here, he anointed my head with oil and my cup ran it over. There needs to be a point where we our victory will not be intermittent. The Bible said God gave David peace round about. When Solomon was king, people were running from countries to come and bless. There was peace around. May the Lord grant you that peace this year. I didn't hear you. I said, some of you, you think that I'm joking here. Some of the things I say, they are things I have brooded on for hours and for hours. I said, may the Lord give you peace. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Some of you, in, in your entire lives, you have not known what peace is. You move from solving this problem, and then you go and tackle another one. What we call rest, you have never experienced. Listen, rest will not come because you are trying. Rest is a grace, and it will fall on you. Receive it in the name of Jesus. May the Lord give you rest. Run about. Because before there is rest, there are battles. In order to have peace, you need to fight for that peace. Have you seen anybody enjoying peace who didn't battle before? Peace is not something you are going to have. There is somebody, his name is called the Prince of Peace. The reason he's called the Prince of Peace is because he's battled and had won the victory. So when we align with him, as a result, he gives us his peace. Receive that peace. That is why Paul said that let the peace of God saturate your heart. Let the peace of God 
receive this any turmoil in your life is coming to an end in the name of the lord jesus this year will not be a year of turmoil you shall not move from solving this problem to another problem the peace and the rest of god shall surround you in the name of the lord jesus the bible said in psalm the chapter number 68 he said that you have caused men to write over my head he said you put a net around me he said that i have been through the fire and through the water but thou has brought me to a wealthy place this year may the lord bring you to a wealthy place in the name of jesus peace on every side in the name of jesus this is your year of overflow you shall walk in it you shall experience it in the name of jesus listen every day you, you see there are some things when you go through you cannot even serve god well can you see that because your concentration is divided i pray in the name of jesus that the spirit of god shall begin to lead you my god i pray that the spirit of god shall begin to lead you to green pastures in the name of jesus may you encounter the goodness of god in jesus name i've prayed for you that is what i wanted to do in jesus name amen all right god bless you and god be with you today i'm speaking to you we are still on the holy spirit we are still what you know when you knew the holy spirit he leads you and the holy spirit just led me to pray for you amen it's not part of what i wanted to do but the spirit of god led me to pray for you so that is the spirit of god amen today i want to continue to speak to you about being led by the spirit being led by all right today i get breakthrough friday sunday and i say anyway so i'm just going to preach but instead of 9 30 i want to close at around 9 35 thereabout because i'll need about 35 minutes about nine to finish my sermon 35 minutes i hope you can give me 35 minutes of undivided attention amen Can I preach a good word? You know, there are many in the body, when we think of the Holy Spirit, we want him because of the revelation he brings. Is it true? Oh. We think about the fact that the Holy Spirit can open your eyes to see. He can open your ears to hear. He can do some nice things for you as a believer. Is that not true? He can lead you to great things. You know, the Holy Spirit can do everything. Now, so when we think about the Holy Spirit, these are some of the things we think about. But last week, I started introducing you to something. That relationship with the Holy Spirit is higher than revelation from the Holy Spirit. Take your time and follow me. Relationship with the Holy Spirit is much more important than 
revelation, insight, guidance, everything the Holy Spirit brings, it is under the relationship with the Holy Spirit. Please do follow. The deeper your relationship with somebody is, will determine the extent to which they can divulge certain secrets to you. Is it not true? You don't just go and tell anybody the things that are important to you. You look for somebody you can trust, somebody you are close to, somebody you have established a genuine relationship with before you can tell them your secrets. Please, are we together? So you see, relationship precedes revelation. If the relationship is not intact, your pursuit of revelation is nonsense. Please listen to me. Today, I want to take my time and explain certain things to you. There are many of us, I tell you, especially in this church, every church that believes in the giftings of the Spirit and all these things, all of us want the Holy Spirit to teach us, to lead us. In. But, you know, there are steps to everything we do. There are what? Steps to everything we do. You just don't get up from class and enter the university. You have to go through. Please, are we together? Shout, I hear you. Now, listen to me. The Holy Spirit cannot operate in every environment. Contrary to what many of us believe. It is not every environment, please don't sleep, that the Holy Spirit can operate in. Please listen to me. One of the things the Holy Spirit hates is chaos. Disorder. Why do you think in scripture, Jesus will say, be anxious for nothing. But in all things with prayer and supplication, be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. Why do you think that one of the most common commands in scripture is do not fear, be not afraid, be not dismayed? Why do you think so? That promise is over. Today is not the day for me to go into those details. But if you want to do something, just do. Why do you require that I am not afraid? Why do you say I should not be anxious? Why do you say, you see, there are certain environments in your hearts. Listen to me. No matter how desperate you are for the spirit, he cannot speak in that environment. Adam Tipo, are you here? Say, Madam Tipo, you cannot hear the spirit. Please listen to me. If there is confusion in your heart, if there is anxiety in your heart, if there is fear in your heart, these are atmospheres within which what the church has taught us to know is that. You can be the most. Have you seen somebody you know this man is a good man? He's a holy man. He cannot hear the voice of God. Please listen to me. Apart from, the, you know, the, there are a lot of branches to this mystery, but I'm concentrating on something this morning. So my message is streamlined in that direction. Any understanding you have is acceptable, but just listen to what I'm saying. Please, are we together? So this woman can be fervent. This woman can be good. She can be everything. But listen to me. If there is anxiety, if there is fear, there are certain environments in your heart. The Holy Spirit, no matter how desperate you are for his voice, for his leading, he cannot. Because he doesn't dwell in environments like that. Please, are we together? Anywhere there is chaos, he, he cannot be there. So in Psalm 23, let's read the scripture carefully. Please, let's read the scripture carefully. The verse number one, or say, The Lord is my shepherd. Number two, look at what the scripture says. Please. He said that he makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters until 
there is some stillness in your spirit. Come down to the verse number three. It is impossible for your soul to be restored. Can you see that? He's saying that the spirit first of all leads me beside still waters. There needs to be a stillness. No anxiety, nothing in there. For the spirit of God, the express voice, the leading of the spirit to be manifest. He leads me beside the still waters. He restored my soul. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of reforest. Before Becca, all those promises, you know, there was a stillness somewhere. Can you see that? He will first of all lead you to a place where your heart is still. No matter how hard the voice of God is coming to you, if there is anxiety, you second guess it. If there is fear, you second guess it. See, because God doesn't want trouble, he's saying that the atmosphere, the environment within which I speak, cannot have some of these commodities there. Now, please, are we together? Are we learning something? Now, so follow me. But only by a genius or always at the time I have clarity, every name is it is a time I anxious. Anna, please listen to me. Maybe global wants to make a decision. He is anxious about it. No, God lead me. So you realize that a lot of the times, times they are times when we are anxious. There are times when we are fearful. Some of these things will drive us, and that is what God tells us to do. So, you now listen to me. So, when you say you can only lead and direct when the waters are still, when there is no anxiety, there is no fear, there is no confusion. But in the midst of confusion, He said we should come to you. So, how can we come to you in the midst of confusion and not be confused? Now, you understand my. Where am I coming from? How can we come to you in the midst of trouble and not be troubled? Please, are we together? Are you sure you are here? So you see, it's a very hard thing. Our anxiety will lead him to God. You know, I fear that the way things are going, by the end of this year, the fear will lead you. And God is saying that before the spirit to speak or lead, these things should not be present. But the these things are always Please, are we together? Now, are you getting where I'm heading? That's right. So, herein lies the mystery. Please, follow this. We need him to speak. God says, before I speak, there is an environment that needs to be created in your spirit. And we know that that environment every day is not there. We are always anxious. We are always fearful. We are always... So, God, how then can we hear you? Knowing that we are mortal men who are always afraid and anxious. Please, are we together? Herein lies the solution. Please follow me. Are we learning already? That's right. This is where the relationship with the Holy Spirit comes in. Please listen to me. This is where what? The relationship with the Holy Spirit comes in. I need direction. That is revelation. But before there is revelation, there is an atmosphere that needs to be created. Now follow this. I learned this by the Spirit. Now the Spirit of God said to me expressly, and he said, the environment within which I thrive, I am the only one capable of creating it. Follow this. The environment within which the Holy Ghost can operate, it is only the Holy Spirit that can create that environment. 
please listen to me. So if I want to hear God, there is an environment that needs to be created. How can that environment be created? It can only be created by the Holy Spirit. So listen to me. The man that is anxious can never get rid. No matter how hard you try, you realize you can never get rid of anxiety. And I'm because be courageous, grandpa. You are just joking. The smallest thing you go back to being afraid. So the Holy Ghost said the environment within which he thrives, he's the only one that created. This is where relationship comes in. So follow this. Me, I know the Holy Ghost. I go through a time of severe trial, and I said, Something is facing me. I'm am I anxious. Nobody in this life can say he's not anxious. Or he, he, to a certain level that that person never has anything. No, it's not true. Please, are we together? So long as you have a soul, you have a mind in your head, these things, they are there. But listen to me. This is where the secret comes. When somebody is close to the Holy Ghost, when the anxiety comes, but there is something about the relationship with the Holy Ghost. Look at the fruit of the Spirit. Look at the things the Holy Spirit, the relationship with the fruits the Holy Spirit produces in you. Those are the only things that can fight things like fear and anxiety. You cannot pray and have joy. You cannot fast and have peace. But these are things that according to Galatians 5.22, when we know the Holy Ghost, and yield to him automatically he imparts in our spirits so there are days when we are fearful we need to hear the voice of god now in the midst of the fear we cannot hear but when we yield to the holy ghost we know him so well his character is developed in us in the midst of that turmoil the impartation of the spirit that comes like joy peace the holy ghost will just you yield to me he will just embed it in you so in the moment of prayer the anxiety is gone because you have yielded to the spirit. Now the voice of God can come through. Now do you understand that? But without that relationship. You can pray for hours. You won't hear anything. You can pray for days. You will not hear anything. Because the environment that needs to be created. Has not been created. And without that environment. The Lord cannot move. The spirit cannot lead. The Holy Ghost cannot speak. The only way that environment is created. Is when the spirit himself creates it. How does he create it? By the relationship we have with him. So when we have that relationship with him. In the midst of that turmoil. He imparts that joy. That joy that will take away the anxiety. So that the voice of God can come through. Can you see that? That peace that takes away the confusion so that the voice of God can come through. It can only come through relationship. It doesn't come. Hey, Osofu, how many of us? Osofu, you are anxious. You pray. For one hour, you go home. You forget. You forget. Say, the problem is that you won't forget. Will you forget? You won't forget. Even in the midst of the prayer. In the midst of the prayer. Yes, that is what I'm trying to tell you. And in that situation, you cannot hear God. And God is saying that the only way you hear me is when that environment is away. How do you create that environment for the spirit to speak? It is when you have the relationship. The spirit automatically will clear it and replace it with joy, peace, and those things. So that in the midst of that turmoil, when you need to hear him, the voice of God will come to you. Do you understand that? Shout out here. So relationship with the spirit is more crucial in the school of leading. If you want to be led, the relationship has to be intact. That is why I'm always warning you. Let's get up. Let's pray. Let's separate time. When you go to work, separate time. Pray. Have a relationship. The day you are in trouble, 
What's your phone? Now, same number, I finna bump it two hours. No, think about it. I same number, chichiria, baby, bow. I finna bump it two hours. We, are, we shouldn't live reactionary. But when there is a relationship, you go to sleep in the night, you won't say, to me, now. The spirit of God is trying to move your spirit somewhere. So by the time you pray small and sleep, you have a dream. Say, hey, so this is what was about to happen. That is the relationship. He always makes sure that there is stillness so that he can speak his voice. Please, are we together? Hello? In Tubon's assembly, you feel like praying you feel like you'll be disturbed until you spend some small time in prayer and after you spend that small time in prayer the next thing you know in the night you sleep the lord will show you something in a vision or somebody will say something that will move you to do something that originally can you see that Maybe something is about to happen. Somebody will come out. Then you remember that you have to also do yours. That is the relationship. He has a way of leading you when the relationship is there. He will bring that unrest, that anxiety. So by the time you are done with whatever he wants you to do, there is rest that comes upon your soul. That is the peace that surpasses understanding. That's what Paul said. Can you see that? He, oh, can you see that? He said that in all things we should pray without uh, Philippians. And the peace that surpasses understanding will fill our heart. Is that not true? I'm preaching to somebody. Shout I hear you. Oh, come on, I say shout I hear you. That's right. Now listen to me. There are two people in scripture anytime I think about them The mystery of relationship versus revelation comes to mind. Now, follow this. One day, David was so disturbed. He was a young man, a military commander. Saul didn't want to have anything to do with him. So he ran to the land of the Philistines and went to a certain king by the name Achish and decided to serve the king. Now, so one day, Achish and Israel were going to fight in Jezreel. And David followed the king of Philistine in 1 Samuel 30. This is 1 Samuel 29. Don't go there. Don't go there. Because of time. He wanted to follow the king to go and fight against Saul's army. Now, so the king's people came to him and said, no, this man is a man of, he's a Hebrew. We won't allow him to fight with us. Peradventure, he will turn against us in the midst of battle and kill us. So let him stay home. So the king said to David, please, you can't go to battle against your own people with us. Now, so the Bible said, David and his group of men, his ragtag group of men, armed robbers, and you know, that when David became king, the people that came to him were not good people. That's what the Bible said. Those that were in debt, those that were, you know, outcast in society, they came together and they became the friends of David. Now, so when David was sent away by the Philistine king, look at this. He returned back to his base where his wife and his children were, together with their wives, in charge of David on a company, he and his army, about maybe 800 to 1,000 men. They, they, they have a camp somewhere, and their wives and their children are there. Now, so when he returned from the battlefield, he didn't fight. And then he came to the camp. He realized that some people had come to take away his wife, his wives. He had two wives, Abigail and then the other one. And then their children. 
all his children. And all the mighty men of David, they are carried away their wives and their children. So the Bible said that in that particular moment in time, David was very down. The Bible said that they wept until, so look at this. This is where the difference is. The Bible said that they wept until they had no more strength to cry again. Bible said David wept and wept. His men wept and wept. Now David then overheard that his men were discussing that they wanted to stone David and kill him. So David was greatly troubled. My God. Because the people were just normal guys. But look at what happened. The Bible said after David had wept and wept and wept and wept and he heard that the people wanted to kill him and he was so afraid. In 1 Samuel, the chapter number 30. I don't know. Oh, let, let's read something. Let us learn something quickly. I said you will give me five additional minutes. And I'm about. Let's read something. 1 Samuel chapter 30. Let's see the verse number 1. You're coming to the verse number 6. Now it happened that when David and his men came to Ziklag on the third day, that the Amalekite had invaded the south and Ziklag, attacked Ziklag and burned it with fire. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Now, and had taken captive the women and those who were there from small to great. They did not kill anyone, but carried them away and went their way quickly. Now, so David and his men came to the city and there it was, burned with fire. And their wives and their sons and their daughters had been taken captive quickly, quickly. Now, then David and the men who were with him lifted up their voices and wept until they had no more power to weep. Quickly, calm down. And David's two wives, Ahinoam, the Jezreelite, and Abigail, the widow of Nabal, the Carmelite, had been taken captive. Now, quickly. Now, David was greatly distressed. So, you see, as for the distress, it will come. Can you see that? As for the anxiety, it will. As for the trouble, they will come. That's right. So David, so David was just like us. He was greatly distressed. For the people spoke of stoning him because the soul of all the people was grieved and every man for his sons and his daughters. But David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. Look at it. I love this mystery so much. This is where you hear they say David strengthening himself in the Lord. Now look at this. In the midst of that confusion, David queried any man country. The everybody three man kill them revenge. Is that not true? In the midst, in an era of, of strong men and of and of and of conquerors. So in that particular moment where they didn't know what to do. Anxiety had taken over. Their wives were gone. They didn't even know whether they were dead or they were alive. They had burned everything. They are in fact, I said, David name. Now, but in the midst of that turmoil, David didn't go straight to ask God, God, what should I do? Because he knows that in the midst of that confusion, it is impossible for the voice of God to be clear. So what he did was that he first strengthened, he strengthened. Can you see that? He first sought that relationship, that assurance, that peace upon his heart. He made sure that there was no animosity between his spirit and the spirit of God. He, no, he made sure there were no complaints in his spirit. He strengthened himself, saying to God that in the midst of the trouble, I trust your peace. I trust your joy. I still want to feel okay in the midst of this confusion. He was strengthened in the Lord. Now look at what he did next. Now the verse number 7. Then David said to Abiathar the priest, 
Ahimelech's son, please bring the effort here. The effort was the instrument of divination. When prophets wanted to inquire and know of what the Lord is doing, they used the instrument. They had the urine and the tuning and they had the effort. They could tell. It had the way of telling the mind of God. But David did not consult his straight ahead. When there was trouble, he went to God and said, I want the peace of God to fill my heart. I want to love you. I want the joy to fill. I don't want to be confused. I don't want... Are you, are you understanding me? There needs to be a settlement, a peace before we can ask for direction. So always there is a relationship that precedes revelation. If you are crying out for insight, first seek a relation. Now, are you understanding that? David in the midst of trouble. You see, the effort, it could not fail. You know, they were instruments of divination. They could clearly tell what God is saying. You understand that? Joseph, when you come, what you, you, what you just do is that you take the effort and do it. But David came and realized that in the midst of that turmoil, that is not the time to make inquiry. Can you see that? So the Bible said that David strengthened himself. Now, when we say strengthen himself, what did he do? Did he, he, did it, he tried to establish some sort of peace deal with God. Can you see that? Tell God that God, I know what is happening, but I choose to have joy in you. You understand that? He wanted God to understand that he's not the kind that is running off. He's, he's not allowing his emotions to lead him in life. He's not anxious in the midst. He's, listen, this is a man that had threats that this rat group of company men they wanted to kill him now in the midst of that confusion his own wives were also gone his own sons were also gone but in the midst of that confusion bible said david strengthened he wanted there to be a peace between himself and his god let there be joy let there be calmness let there be meekness let the fruit of the spirit prevail before i can go ahead and demand for revelation are you understanding me? Shout out here. Now, in the same season, another something happened. In First Samuel 28, study, let's go there. I hope, I hope I have my scriptures here. Because this scripture was in my head, I didn't really write it down. You know, first, the, the books, the, the chroniclers, I usually learn them chapter by chapter. So I know what happens from here to here. So the verses are not in my head. Like first Samuel 28, I think uh, the verse number Yes. Let's see. I think maybe I'm in here. No, so that you understand. Please, can you see that? Please follow me. Now, now it happened in those days. So, 28, can you see that? Around the same season. Now, so now it happened. That time, now Israel and David is here, young military man, up. So, it was around the same season. And I sound same way in AC. Now, let's follow what is happening. Are you following? Please, are you following? What are you sure you are here? That's right. Now it happened in those days that the Philistines gathered their armies together for war to fight with Israel. And as he said to David, you assuredly know that you go out with battle with me to battle. Come down. Come, come down to the verse number five. Let me see something. Come down to the verse number five. Okay. This is okay. I don't want to, I don't want to take so much of your time. So you see, so you see, it's the same battle. But what you are saying, around the same time, so, session, session, David, and Philistines. Philistines, David, David, 
So on your qua and tokwani den dea or be channel no wakuye. And a ma asses a drop would be means what you must ya. Inti twenty eight in ana ekono shas ye. Inti sat time the nasis no why not you send kwani David Bedei. Now, in the same time, Saul saw the army of Philistine coming. The verse number five. No? Saul saw this army coming, big army. And the Bible said that he was what? He was what? So the same thing. As for the distress and the fear, they will come. Can you see that? That's right. And his heart trembled greatly. Can you see that? Let's come to the verse number six. And when Saul inquired of the Lord, the Lord did not answer him. Can you see that? It is the same situation. One man, when he realized he was distressed, he said, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Let peace be between my spirit and the spirit of God. When one man saw the army, he ran straight. He said that, hey, bring the Urim and the Turim and let me inquire of the Lord. God said, my relationship comes before my revelation. So in the midst of the trouble, Saul didn't go to a witch. Who is sorry and not call witch? This is the story that led him to the witch of Endo. That killed the ministry of Saul. Saul didn't just get up and go to the witch. He first inquired of the Lord. But around that time, there was no peace between himself and God. There was nothing in between the two. And so the inquiry fell on death. Yes, it was through the same medium that David got his answer. The difference between the two was that one was at peace with God. The other was not at peace with God. Now, are we learning something already? Shout out here. Now, is somebody hearing something? Shout out here. So the Bible says, and when Saul inquired of the Lord, the Lord did not answer him. Either by dreams or by urim or by the every miss, every medium of heavenly transportation of information around that time was cut off. Every portal through which information drained from heaven into humanity was cut off. So around that time, Saul had to look for an alternative. Can you see that? But in the same season, David also went to God, but had an answer. What was the difference? One strengthened himself. One strengthened himself. One had the relationship with God. One was, uh, one was moving consistently with God in step with the spirit. The frequency, my God, in step with the, the frequency of God was vibrating in his spirit. When he moved his leg, he could feel the presence of God. He was walking in the ordinances of heaven. He knew God wasn't a puppet. You don't tell him what to do or what to say. Can you, are you understanding me? He desires a relationship. Now, next week, I'll take you to the next level. You will, you will understand that the spirit will always lead you where the flesh don't want to follow. <laughs> you want to let, you want the spirit to lead you. There are things, there are steps. Are we together now? Now, are we together? By the time you are able to master all these secrets, you battle with them for days, for seasons, and you master them, you realize the voice of God is clear. Because when I am anxious, no, think also for when have you been fearful and answer and you went to pray and God gave you an answer? It won't happen. God will not, he will not change anything for you. In that medium, he doesn't. But when you yield to the spirit in times of trouble, my God, 
when you heal to the spirit and you know you don't know, you don't have any explanation for what is happening. You can't really understand what is happening, but I yield. And you yield and you allow the peace of God. You yield to the spirit and the peace will settle. Now in the midst of some prayer time, now the peace of God will come. And when it comes, also for the spirit of God, anybody that understands this mystery knows this, that in prayer, we fear them, no? And you are forgotten, and the Lord bears witness. I, I cannot think about a matter and be confused and be troubled and receive answer. It doesn't happen that way. So, in the midst of that prayer time, the, the trouble is gone off my head. And you realize that you begin to ascend and ascend. Say, trouble, no, how there are depth of prayer you can't. You can't be troubled and pray for six hours. Who to me? Anybody that said I went to pray about this issue for his lying. Trouble doesn't lead us to pray. The things that can carry your spirit man long, in longevity in prayer is not trouble. It is desire for communion. But what is it? So before you ascend and pray and pray and pray and pray and pray and by the time you, you finish you have prayed, the trouble is gone. So the, it's not like the problem has been solved but the peace of God has settled on your heart. Can you see that? Now that is different. There are some other things in prayer. We are not talking about prayer. Maybe one of these days I'll talk about that ministry training. No, that, that one is different. Where there is a certain kind of trouble to it takes prayer to take away. That trouble is not the devil that brought it. It is God that brought it. Now, that anxiety, it's not anxiety. I don't call it anxiety. That burden. That burden. Can you see that? That burden. He shall see the travail of his soul and he will be pleased. That burden, that one is the spirit that brought it. And it will take agitation to take that but that is different but i'm talking about anxiety because of what is happening in life that one there needs to be peace and when there is no peace you don't hear unless no are you not tired of one way prayer some of you your, your faith is too high me, uh, uh, some of you, I don't have the kind of faith you have. Because me, if I don't see results, I get discouraged though. I need to see. Even if God was damp. Even if God was damp. No, I'm not saying that God speaks all the time. And has something to say about everything. Me, I don't know. Maybe there are people that know that. I don't know. But there should be science. After two years, after three years, after six months on the same matter. Why? There should be science. God needs to be pushing you somewhere. What you say? And and you see, even if I pray and I don't hear or see anything about it, at least I'll dream that. You understand what I'm trying to say? God may not give you a direct answer, but somehow you know that He's still somewhere around you. What you say? One way conversation where you come, you talk, 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 you go home, and that's all. That one is discouraging, you know. After, after some few seasons, you just give up on this prayer thing. Because it doesn't work. Can you see that? Yes. Hello? Hi. Say the Holy Ghost. Hello. Say the Holy Spirit. Hello. I didn't hear you. Say the Holy Spirit. Hello. Oh my. Oh my. Hallelujah. Oh Jesus. It's okay. Let me, let me not go there. Is somebody blessed today? So that is why every day I encourage you. When you get up every day, or during the day, separate some time. I said, do what? Speak to God. Talk to God. Tell him that you want to know him. 
Tell him that I want to hear the spirit. Tell him that uh, uh, it, these things that this man of God is always worrying us with. Is it, is it really real? God can show you things in, in, in the next 10 years. God can show you things in the next 10 years. Hallelujah. I have seen God showed me something in maybe 2010 that I saw happen this year. Uh, last year, 2023. Don't joke with God. It just tells me to continue push. Because it, it, it can't be a coincidence. Nobody can tell you what will happen in the next 10 years. Nobody. Absolutely not. Hallelujah. Sometimes I am here and I see somebody, I speak a prophecy over the person. You know, do you know what? I am absolutely convinced in my spirit, especially if it's a prophecy, not a word of knowledge or a prophecy. The Lord put it in my spirit to say, I am absolutely convinced. You understand that? That's right. That is it. Get close. Get close. Don't, don't, don't. Some of you, the only time you pray is when there is trouble, fire on the mountain. I'm not asking you, Debbie, I'm a catcher. When I started the series on prayer, I'm not asking you to pray for two hours or for one hour. I'm just asking you to pray. So, please, I want this church to be a praying church. Your family will be a praying family. God in every home. Your sons and your daughters, when they wake up in the morning, they see their mother and their father. You understand that? Me, I'm not a good uh, uh, family man. I don't pray together with my family. They will slow me down. Papa <laughs> Nesto uh, is a good family man. He, he, he will sit down with his wife and pray. He's too spiritual. But me, each man for himself. <laughs> if you pray and you die, will you not die alone? Okay. I walk alone. I walk alone. So, I've never prayed with anybody in my home before. What I want to do, I don't want anybody to come and be disturbing me. If you want to pray, pray. Amen. Oh, amen. <laughs> Somebody blessed today. So spend time. So in my, in my, if my children come to church and they see your father sweating, praying, you are 10 years old, come and pray, say you pray. That is the end of your life. You have no purpose in life. A man that does not pray has no purpose in life. You are just going around. Anything can happen to you. Not bad things. Like anything at all. So when I see the young children, when they are here, they are praying, they are also jumping. I'm, I'm excited. But I'm sorry on the camera. I'm sorry. There are results. There are hot results. There are hot results. Yes. There are results. So spend time. Somebody say, I can uh, uh, just 24 hours. If you give God 30 minutes or even 20 minutes, oh, there's something wrong with you. No, if you can't do this, there's something also for you know that there's absolutely something wrong with you. And I'm a boy. There's absolutely something. It's not normal. Though. If you think it is normal, my time is wrong. If you think one minute, I'll close. If you think it is normal, know that no, you are not normal. You are not normal. There is not a time. You get up in the day and you don't feel hungry. Has it happened to you before? No. 
where you go to, where the people that are even with God, they feel hungry. The people that God led in the wilderness by pillar of cloud and pillar of fire, they were in air condition in the day and in the night, they were had electric heater. God was with them. They could see the presence of God. Sometimes God will come like fire. Bent. They saw literal God. Even that one, they were crying that they want fish. Can you see that? Even that one, they were crying that they want water. They want fish. You know? So, even those of you who are at the corners of God, they know they are hungry. When we live here, so somebody is going to chop. It's absolutely normal. But listen to me. But listen to me, in the same breath, in the spirit, know that some of you are, if you don't, you are absolutely dead. You are dead. But you know, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Two days ago, or three days ago, the Lord said to me, when I woke up in the morning, he said that in the seasons to come, I should pour oil upon the man of God, Kufai. In the seasons to come, God is going to reveal things to him in dreams. So when I saw him in the morning, the first thing I asked him, he didn't understand. I asked him, Kofi, do you dream? He said, no. But I didn't tell him anything. But the Lord said to me that there is no counsel, especially concerning the things around him, he's going to do without unveiling in dreams. When you pray, God, yes. When you pray, go, unless you don't pray, unless you don't what? I'm not saying go and be hyper-spiritual. When I spoke to him, he thought I was just joking with him. It's nothing special. Uh, just humble yourself. Pray. 10 minutes, 15 minutes. If you can't do this, you, you must have to watch him. You are dead. You are dead. I just say, because you are not a corner. 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 You are not a Hallelujah. be a secret man. Ogada and seeker 15 million. No, the command. One guy. He used to live in our area. So when he sees the man of God, he wants to attack him. God bless you. Put those wonderful hands together for Jesus. Amen. Is somebody blessed today? Are you sure you are blessed today? If you are too busy to pray, you are a candidate for failure. You have time for everything apart from the Holy Spirit. There is something wrong with you. Look for it. What will be the Dr. Fee, please get us a medical term for somebody that cannot pray. <laughs> Hallelujah. You are suffering from prayerlessness. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you. Somebody bless you. Put your hands together.